Hi everyone. Thanks for joining with QA Health for another podcast. We are Lisa and Kathy and today it's all about out of network billing. Hi Kathy, a warm welcome to you. Hi Lisa. Thanks a lot. So Kathy, the previous episode was all about out of network providers. Guess out of network billing is as important as out of network providers. I feel this session is going to be a vital extension of the previous discussion we had. Yes, you're right. Out of network billing should be discussed as we have to explain the best ways of making revenue out of their billing processes, which is very crucial for a healthcare business. Okay then, let's get started. So my first question is, what is the most essential key towards successful out of network billing? First of all, successful out of network billing and negotiations happen only when healthcare professionals are persistent. It includes proper response to counterparts and having regular follow-up with appeal and payments. Vendors, all that you know, the healthcare professionals aren't ready for negotiations and are busy with patients. So they'll have to put up with obstacles for successful auto network billing. Right. So what do you think would be the best method to negotiate with insurance companies? It's quite easy, Lisa. Over a phone call, hundreds of questions can be answered and even though it's time consuming, it's considered as the finest method of getting negotiated. But Kathy, since you mentioned it's time consuming, is negotiating worth it even after healthcare system doesn't encounter much of out of network billing? It's definitely worth it, Lisa. However, healthcare professionals must negotiate regardless of out of network billing volume. They'll have to make sure if a healthcare organization readily captures all of our payments, which acts as a key factor to maintain healthy revenue cycle management process. Healthcare professionals with low volume of out-of-network billing patients can employ good negotiation process that enables to generate high revenue reimbursement rates after covering the costs. Wow, that was a real eye-opener. So, why would a provider choose out-of-network billing? There are some good reasons for it. When the negotiations happen properly, the revenue payments for out-of-network billing can be higher than the in-network billing. You can also increase Profits apparently. Other network billing is encouraged because healthcare professionals possess the flexibility as well as opportunity to negotiate and set high reimbursement rates, which can make up for low rates set by federal state government insurance companies. In network billing stays constant. Medicare and Medicaid doesn't allow in network providers to change government rates but can leverage with other network billing reimbursements. Okay, I get you, but then how do providers fetch more than what's usual, customary and reasonable? Lisa, to say in fact, usual, customary and reasonable tend to remain as fee guidelines that rules that amount healthcare professionals can charge for automated work billing. It can also serve as guidelines for insurance companies in order to determine the amount to be paid for automated work services. UCR is considered as vague term and healthcare professionals are allowed to use data or information insurance policies and expertise only to negotiate a rate that they believe to be usual and customary as well. Okay, and uh, what's a limited benefit policy in out of network billing? 
Okay, you mean a limited benefit policy? <laughs> okay, it means typically it limits insurance companies' revenue payments to certain percentage of Medicare or of total billing charges by controlling the payments that healthcare organizations can recover from insurance companies. It's basically that. But Kathy, don't you think that aggressive negotiation might ruin the bonding with vendors? Of course not. I don't think so. Most of the healthcare professionals believe to have a successful and clear bonding with their vendors. However, vendors want healthcare professionals to believe and work on the same. These vendors are not for personal needs or they don't work like friends and family. Their compensation is purely based on money or revenue they save for insurance companies, which are their clients. And do you think it's okay for vendors to give healthcare professionals just a day or less to negotiate? It's definitely not okay. Most often vendors supporting the clients and healthcare professionals very quick turnaround time for negotiations. The main focus is to construct healthcare professionals and make them settle faster for their negotiations. Sometimes the turnaround times may be real and sometimes they may not be. Okay, so since so many things are at stake here, what would be the best way to appeal underpaid bills? Alright, in order to proceed for an appeal, healthcare professionals may need resources. These resources will require data to file arguments with insurance companies. Appeal processing needs a plan and alignment as in to know when to write the letters and to explain the case at the right time. Healthcare professionals must be persistent, as already said, insurance companies and payers put up with obstacles for success. So what are assignments of benefits? Fine, assignment of benefits is nothing but a document signed by patients agreeing to the terms and conditions requesting insurance companies to send revenue payments directly to healthcare professionals' office. So my last question to you, Cathy, is why do healthcare professionals receive settlement offers while they are contracted already? Probably it could be because insurance companies always look for negotiating low and attempt to beat the contractor rates. They often tend healthcare professionals to shift to their plans by accepting the negotiation even if it's lower as it benefits their own company. Wow, thanks a lot, Kathy. I think we discussed a lot today. That was really, really productive. Oh, <laughs> yeah, many doubts clear now. Thank you so much for joining us, Kathy. I hope to see you soon. So guys, hope the session was really informative for you. See you again with a new episode on DME Billing Services. Until then, stay tuned.